0: Welcome to For Football is Only um, Mike. I'm James Pinay. And our special guest.
1: Oh, Jeremy. All right. Mm, sorry.
0: Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. The legendary Jeremy. All right. <laughs> let's just get right into it, Jeremy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's just get right into it. Where, where does your football story begin?
1: Oof. I think. I mean, if you want to take it back to the United States, man, that was before Cap City, before everything. Football started for me yeah, when I was playing kid, with... Yeah, man, I was like eight years old. I started playing football when I actually started, like, I actually wanted to take it serious. I started at Boys and Girls Club. Man, it wasn't... It's nothing like I have now, so it's a giant leap. i say that from where everything started at. I mean, man... But I think the actual time I took football seriously, when I actually wanted to do something with it, was when I would start playing with this team called Calverton, and I was the only one who spoke English, and I had to learn like that. You can't like if you want to be part of a team, you you can't just say, oh, I I, I don't speak that language. I can't go over there. I can't say that. No, you got to go over there, learn that language, and then play with them. If you can't, then it is what it is.
2: Cool. So I have a question, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. You say you started at eight. I have two questions. Mm. Uh, who introduced you to starting? And then you said when you went to Carver thing, you, you, you had to learn English. What other language do you speak?
1: All right, so first, uh, well, I started out of the other languages. That one's a little bit easier. Like the other language, like when I started to learn language, I had to learn Spanish. I learned a little bit of Ethiopian as well because I played with a few Ethiopian teams that went out for tum- uh, summer tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, even a little bit of, uh, what is it called, Russian. But that, that, I'd stop at that. I'll take my Spanish and a little bit Ethiopian. I love Ethiopian. Ethiopian language is is very nice. I like it. But Spanish is my most fluent for right now.
2: Okay,
1: cool, cool. And you asked me about the team beforehand?
2: Yeah, we introduced you.
1: Oh, introduced uh, you. To football, football, to be honest with you, I, I fell in love with football by myself because on. I, I, before that, I was playing tennis, basketball, and all those sports, but I never got the same feeling. I never got, like, the sense of accomplishment from football. When I played a major football, I just felt – I felt different. I felt happier. I, I did this by myself. There's no one who was there to, like, all right, this is how you're supposed to, like, do this. This is how you're supposed to – like become a footballer? No, I just I saw hey they're they're going it making the ball into the goal. You know what? Maybe I want to go join with them. It looks fun. It looks entertaining. It looks free. Like I can do what I want. I have to be stuck. Yeah, Oh,
2: cool.
0: So so when when you you started at eight, did you um did you like what what
1: position did you start
0: playing? Uh, I mean, all right, go. <laughs>
1: man yeah laugh at me i started a striker actually i started as a striker man i'd i couldn't score i'll let you know i couldn't score at all but i'll give the best through ball ever and i'll be the just the big man in the box that went headers. that was it
0: yeah that was it well so okay i mean part of this is you know because we know you and so mm-hmm. um like we know where you are now but at what point like how, how did you transition into so currently you know, a world-class goalie. How did you transition from a striker to, you know, where you are now as a goalie?
1: If I, oof, I changed from every position on the field. I started from striker. I went to winger. Then I went to midfield as an attacking midfielder and then dropped back to central defensive midfielder. I'm going to tell you right now, I wasn't the best runner. I, I will let you know. I will tell you the truth. I was not the person that was going to be darting up the field. I would make the run sometimes, but it, it – you better catch me there because you're not going to catch me again. That won't happen again. <laughs> no, but then I went to center back, outside back, and the last bit. The reason why I changed, I actually went to goalkeeper, was because we had someone on our team who I felt was not giving us all. He he, he basically, he said, if you guys don't do what I want you to do, I'm going to stand here and let the ball through. So I actually saw that and went to the game. Well, I mean, when I went to the game to play right back, I went back because I saw him getting angry, frustrated that we weren't getting the ball up the field. And I was like, you know what? I, I'm gonna go in here. So they shot the ball up high, and he was gonna go for it. So I went up and jumped and got to my hands. And well, I mean, it was it's a penalty. I mean, it is what it is. I'm not supposed to be there. That's not my position. Yeah. But it was a good save. Hey, I it, without gloves and all, it was a good save. But at the time, I was just like, I don't know what I've done. I know he's gonna take me out the game. I know he's gonna take me out of the game. It's it's obvious. <laughs> If I didn't get a red card, the crazy part is, I didn't get a red card. I was, I was happy about it. I was the best part about it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Hold on. Hold on.
1: That's First of all, that's
0: an amazing. That, that's an amazing story, right? I mean, that, that's, yeah. that's 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 like amazing. But okay, after you 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 know you you get the handball. Did you? played the
1: goalie for the penalty that they took? Um, no, no, I don't know. I was out the game. They got a rest card. No, you yeah, got, nah, got to go. You can't be here. How you going to just jump in there and say the goalkeeper's not going to save us? You going to put your hands up there? No, that do not work that way. You pack your stuff up. And I tell you, that the, the next week I was off of the team. They, they, nah, they didn't want me there. It was bad. <laughs> they didn't like that at all. Nah, not in the least of it. What, what, what age was this? What age was this? This was at 10. Because I, that's when I first left to go to Calvary. That's that, that after that game, I went over there and said, "I need a team. There's no one going to talk to me. There's no one that wants to play with me because everybody in that circuit knows that's the guy who who doesn't <laughs> wants to play in the field but wants to play goalkeeper. Yeah. And at the time, I did not want to play goalkeeper because I was like, "Oh, I'm not going to do anything. I don't. I didn't really understand the position until woof, man, it's changed. A lot of things have changed."
0: Yeah. So, you, so you, okay. So, so when you went to Carrington at ten, is when you started playing goalie, and then mm-hmm. okay, at that point, did you already have football idols like idols in the game that you look up to? Oof.
1: I looked up the strikers. That was the worst part. I didn't look. I didn't see any goalkeepers that I didn't care, I cared about at the time until I turned about twelve or thirteen, mm-hmm. and I think that's the first time I saw Seaman and Nelson Dida. Nelson Dita and Seaman, were my first two idol goalkeepers. Nelson Dita of AC Milan was my favorite by far, my first and favorite. Nice. And it changed over the years after he got older and stuff. But I think that's the one two idols I would look up to the most. Arsenal's Seaman, that man was a crazy, even the ponytail and everything like that. I didn't, I didn't look, I don't look past that. He made some good saves. I, yeah. I mm-hmm. can't say anything about it. So okay, right. so,
0: since 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 you um, you have those two, who are your top? This is a question we we ask everyone: Who are your top eleven footballers of all time? And oh, Oof. they can be they can be anything you want. They can be all strikers. They can be mm. all goalies. They can be oh yeah. Don't tell, I'm, I'm <laughs> Don't tell me that. I'm definitely me that. They can be all midfielders. You know what I mean? Like they can be whatever. Um, mm. Or you some people do like the full field. So somebody would have you know somebody in goal, somebody mm. uh, right wing. You know like mm. the full
1: 11, but either way, right. you have 11. All right. You know what? I, I, all right. For my starting 11, For can I say a formation too, so I can just get the like squadron down? Yeah. I'll like right. I help, I help you. I'll count. I'll help you. All right. Thank you. All right. So <laughs> we'll start with the back line, because you know, your goalkeepers love the back line first, always first. Mm-hmm. All right. For my left back, you know what? I would say either Marcelo, one of my favorites. He, he, Amazing or Lom? Philip Lum. He played outside, left back, right back. He played anywhere in the, in the defense, to be honest with you. He was he was nasty. Uh so I left back, I'd probably say Marcelo first. Lom if I can Um center back. Boateng, I really loved him. That man did so much. And then Joel Campbell. Joel Campbell was a fear. He was a force. Man, I'm talking about back in time. That man, you you don't that man steps to the ball, you step back, two steps back, just to make sure. Man, what oh. oh and the right back. Actually, what I learned uh, about my right backs that I really like is Felipe Luis, uh, the Brazilian who was playing with Atletico. He mm-hmm. he changed a lot of things for me. Like he reinstated what right back meant. The defensive right back. At that, that man was he's dangerous. Mm-hmm. All right. So as my four three three, I got my defense down. As a goalkeeper. Favorite goalkeeper has to be Iker Casillas just because it's the height difference, man. That height difference, people <laughs> don't really count that. It's like that height difference, the goalkeeper means a lot. There's a lot of people that look at you say, You 5'10? I mean, there's a 6'8 guy right there that don't even have to move to make those saves. So, I mean, if you do better than him, you could be there, and that's why I respect that, man. Iker Casillas, and then that uh, the other keeper, which was Diego Lopez, which is, he wasn't bad. But it's, it's, man, look, if you got to – Dio Lopez was playing, like, a million teams before this, man. Like, you're he he just showed up in a scene at, like, out of middle school, high school or something like that, and he just showed up and played. Neil Lopez was sitting there waiting his time just to get in this whole time other than the other key here who got, like, injured. And I'm sitting there, i like, if that was me, I would have gone crazy. I How? Like, how are you going to pick this kid up? I'm like, really? Yeah. All right. All right. Love. Yeah, but that's that's I mean but him I have so much respect from that it just is beyond words. Mm-hmm. Um all right, let's go to those midfielders. Uh the three midfielders, I think my top ones, Modric, because he sometimes is un Modric is nasty, man. That, he's he he's a crazy man. Um as another midfielder, I'll try to go a little bit more newer. Uh actually Muller. 'Cause I mean, I can't say new because that man's been around forever. That man's been he don't move he don't move. I mean, he tracks around, he don't move that much, but he'll be there. He'll be there every single time. I have to respect that. And the other one, the last one, which was um who's my favorite uh defensive mid? There's a defensive mid I I I forever. Uh Conte. Conte. That man is Beloved, even though I'm not a Chelsea fan, I don't like Chelsea. I'm sorry Arsenal all day, Arsenal. Sorry, it's just that man. He does work. He, he still does work. Hey man, I'm sorry that Chelsea. I can't. I can't. can mess with you. That, I can't say the whole word. You see, if you see, if I say Chelsea, it doesn't. You don't hear the A or anything like that. You <laughs> <can't>. <laughs> no, but but um, let's finish this up. Let me see that striker position. Lewandowski up top. That man, great. Ronaldo and the right wing, and I gotta say, Messi. Messi, I gotta use them a the winger too because he's just cut over and just help up in the midfield in the first place. Okay. So I gotta leave him a left wing.
0: So when you said Ronaldo, which Ronaldo?
1: Oh, that's hard. Don't do that. Ah, mm. <laughs> I like them. I, I I know I can't say I can't because they're they're so different entities. That's the thing. So if I left one, it's like you gotta have the other. If you don't have one, you you gotta have them both. You can't. Just okay, say okay.
0: Them. We'll, I, we'll, yeah, we'll give right. you that. We'll give you. We'll give, we'll give, we'll give you both. Yeah, so please. Yeah. Please,
1: Yeah, 12 in total.
2: That's that's a good one. Right,
1: you got one sub.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll give you a sub, man.
1: Please, please, thank you. Sorry. I just can't I need one, man. Just can't. just fit everybody one time. Yeah, um,
0: that, uh, that's a good list. That's a good list. Um I mean you from, from from that list, you know. What, what are the things okay? So now you, you you name top 11 and you talk about Iker and um a few keepers. Who are your top five keepers
1: of all time? Top five keepers of all time yeah. Iker Garcias, Neuer, because you gotta know Neuer, Iker Garcias are both crazy. Mm-hmm. Hugo Yordis, who's really unsung, which I, I particularly like him very much.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ter Steigen, man, that man. Yeah. He in, in Spain right now. He's crazy. Um, And the last one I have to say is Kaylor Navas. Kaylor Navas is also someone that I highly respect.
2: Cool. Yeah. So uh, going, going to keeper question, right? Because you know, hmm. most field players like myself and Mike, I always wanted want I Always wanted to ask keepers, right? How's a keeper? What's one of your your toughest part of being a keeper in doing the game? What, what's one of the hardest things? You
1: know. At first, I would say, like, it's because I can't make a mistake, but you get used to that. Mm-hmm. The The real thing is, is making the morale for your team go even higher. That's the real tough part, because it's just like, you can't, it's not just one thing you can do. You, you have to make sure that your team is always on point, because it's just like, you can go into a game, make saves, and it will still be the same morale that you come out with. But if you come out, make a gray cross or something like that, and you start a counterattack for your team, that's a whole different ballgame. That's a different type of morale. That's not just defensive morale. That's like we got someone to help us in the back. We don't have to just sit there. Or, for example, even Norrie, who comes off his line, who's sitting up a midfield waiting for a ball to come in. He can just That's a different type of morale. That's a different type of confidence. That's Bayern. I mean, I I, I hope one day I can be like that. But I, if I, can, if I can, oof, I'm going to make it. I'm going to try. Yeah, cool, cool. At, at what point, you know, so
0: you, you know, you play uh, rec ball, Cavalier, mm-hmm. etc., and then you play, you know, you kept working your way up.
1: Yeah, at Cap City, and at to Cap City, as always. who's Cap, know, City. Know. Cap always. City,
0: man? You, know, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you, know, you, you know, you play here, you know, mm-hmm. in the U.S. at Cap City, uh, like a, a semi pro team, and now you've transitioned to pro in Spain. So mm-hmm. at what point did you know that, you know, this this game, you know, you said, you know, when you were a little younger, you play tennis and all the other sports, but you mm-hmm. like soccer more. But mm-hmm. at what point did you really know, like, no, nah, this is this is something I really like. I'm really good at it and I'm going to pursue it to the highest level.
2: Mm.
1: I think the first time I actually took football was like, this is what I have to do. I had no other choice is when I went to Las Vegas, I went to Las Vegas to play, um, to play football. I was playing for a little bit and I thought, Oh, you know what? I, I've never seen a team from Las Vegas. No one could, could possibly be that good here. But little did I know a lot of people who are in Las Vegas have a descent from different countries they all come from different countries to play. And that's a really, really shot to me because it's just like, i'm I'm sitting here thinking oh i'm in the u.s you know what i could probably make it here in dc i could probably make it in this state that's great but when you see those people from other countries playing as a type of uh football that you've never seen before something that you were not ready for for me that sparks a little bit of a uh how do i say like a little bit of my egotistic side because it's like i have to think about it, like these guys are making it look easy. And these guys have been doing this since they've been on the bottle, man. I'm just, I'm looking up and I'm just like, I had to fight my way to get up here and it's still not good enough. I'm like, you know what? I got to put some other drive into it. I have to do something else. I can't just be normal like all the, like everybody else. If I want to do this, then what am I really going to have to do? Because these people have been doing this for a while. And I haven't been playing as long as them. I don't have the same style. As them. I don't have the background as them. I don't, I didn't grow up just like saying, oh, football is the one thing I want to do for a whole day in my life. No. I had to come in late and seeing everybody like that, it sparks on them in me to say I want more and it never stops. You have to always want more.
0: Yeah. At, at, at what uh, what age did you, this Vegas uh,
1: thing happen? This, this long happened long. at 22 or 23 years old. Wow, so this was late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah, I mean that, that's a that, that's that's actually a huge motivation for a lot, you know, because usually the decision happens a lot earlier to to mm-hmm. keep you going. Uh, mm-hmm. But for you, you know, it happened a lot later mm-hmm. and then it really propelled you to, you know, to really get serious. What, yeah. what, what would you say, um, you know, currently is the most challenging aspect of your, you know, your life as a footballer?
1: I think the most important or more, the fact that I really have to make sure that if I feel that I'm not in the right mindset or I'm not ready for this game, I have to make sure that I'm every time, every training, every game, my mindset is like that. And after that, it's great. But this is where it comes in because you're not going to win every game. So when you lose or when you come back, is that was really what – what I'm used to, since I used to play in a lot of teams that didn't – Really win necessarily, especially with the Calverton team. The first whole time I was playing with them, we lost almost every single game. We got relegated all the way down. But I saw that as a challenge. It's like we're we're getting relegated, but I can't say, oh, it's not my fault. I can't say, oh, I did my best. No, I didn't make a difference. And that's why really I want to make a difference in the field every time I touch the ball, every time I get into the game, anytime I touch the field, I have to make a difference. No matter if it's one save, no matter if it's ten, no matter if it's fifty, I have to do something, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what it really took from it.
2: Of course, so like currently you you're in Spain, right? For like mm-hmm. young ballers that's watching, footballers that's watching, mm-hmm. what process did it take you to get to Spain?
1: Well, the process started really, really, really early. Like I asked to go to different countries beforehand, even I even tried to go to France beforehand when I was about twenty, twenty-two. But due to my own decisions and my own incorrect decisions I did not pursue that and I stayed and waited until I got something else until instead of taking something that I should have taken in the first place but coming into Spain starting at 23 22 no 23 because after Las Vegas is when I first got the time to actually go into Spain and I got to play with Upepe which was a really great experience for me to understand where I needed to be at. And from then, I mean, from then on, just to even get over here, I didn't have money growing up. I didn't I didn't have people just be like, oh, you want to go there? Just pay it and go. No, nah, I, I literally, I had to either beg my mom to pay part of it and I work and get the rest of it, or I get it all. Because I, I, even me, I can't even just ask, like, someone in my family, like, he paid this ticket for me to go to this other country real quick so I can just, like, nah, in what world? We, we got to pay bills. We got to keep a house. How are you, how you just going to leave? Like, what are you doing? Like, Nah. Mm-mm. But I have to say, the biggest support that made me and let me go to other countries was my mom. Because at every training, every practice, I know everybody knows. Everybody knows my mom. You know why? Because she's always there. She's always there. I mean, unfortunately, now you know, she can't be here in Spain. But it's just like, it, it is what it is now. But before, it's just like, it, it pushed me a lot, to be honest with you. It, it made me seek a lot more. Yeah.
0: So for the, that process to get to Spain, did you have to... Go through specific agents. Did you have yes. to, um, you know, did you have to do anything out of the norm besides just being an amazing goalie or amazing player? And then oh, you yes. know, the Spanish teams are just calling you left and right. You know, like like lay that out mm-hmm. for us.
1: All right. So first, I started with the my first agent, which was well, actually just the agent that I still talk to today. the first person I got to was to go to Upepe, and it was because it was a trial. It was like, if you do well, you could stay there, but this is a a one-in-a-lifetime chance, so if you don't do well, you're going back, like, you faster than you can actually do anything about it. It was about 2016, 2015, when I first got my first ticket to come to, to Upepe, to come train and play to see if I can actually stay with the team, and... From then on, uh, every day, the first training – I mean, I'll I'll go into training a little bit differently other hand, but to lay down a platform, how to get there, it was grueling just to find – a spot to stay at just to, to make sure that the team will make sure that I'm okay. I mean, there's a lot of things that go around behind the background too. There's not just a, Oh, I like you. I want you on this team. You're going to pay all that. No, if you're a player that's unknown, you got to fight for your position from day one. I'm talking about getting a house there. I'm talking about getting a uh, uh, flat there just to be able to be close to the trains and get there. because they're not going to provide that for you. If you're someone that's just going to come up in trial and you have no background whatsoever, they're not going to lift one Finger for you. They are going to look at you like, all right. So you're going to come here. You're going to train. You're going to play. And if we don't like you, you're still going home with all the stuff that you just brought over here. And we couldn't care less because we got homegrown players here. That's Spain. All their homegrown players there. It's it's like they it's like water. Like it just falls there. Like they don't have to do anything. They just have great players just come out of the woodworks. So I have to fight against all that and just to play Upepe, arrive there. I played as long as I did, and I have to come back train myself up and then come here to do the same thing. But I changed my team. I changed a lot of things about myself just to stay here now, because it wasn't just a, the first time when I went over here to uh, play or to train, it was just to see if I could hang, if I could even be in the same field as these people. And I proved that I could, but I didn't prove that I was someone who can start. I didn't prove that I was someone who could be the, the, the star of the team at that time. So I, I literally had to go. I had to go back to the United States, I had to pack my stuff because I wasn't Mm -hmm. fit to earn that contract at the time. So as I came back to the States, I came back to play, I enjoyed everything, and as soon as I got my next chance to play with Santa Pola, I I took it, and I was the first, that's the next chance I got here, again in Spain. And from then on, I played until COVID hit, then I came here to Placencia, which is House of the team that I used to play with beforehand, but I'm not playing with the team right now. I'm on loan to another team at uh, now.
2: Yeah. Oh, so uh, currently. I'm uh, doing COVID. Like, well, how's your experience as a footballer? Like, what are you going through right now doing COVID and playing football at the same time?
1: It's, it's everything has changed. The trainings, how we're supposed to come home, how we're supposed to get ourselves together, ready. It's not solely about all right, You got to be ready for the game. It's got to be you. Got to be healthy mm-hmm. and ready for the game. You can't just say. Oh, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna talk to some friends or anything like that. No, by at least six, uh, five o'clock, you get a message from the coach saying you you gotta be in house because uh, we don't want any problems coming up from this game. And every time you even enter the field, every time you 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 go with training, every time that they know there's a game that's gonna be coming up, you're getting a a, a test. You're getting a what a Q-tip shove to your nose to touch your brain to touch your thoughts to think about what you about to do next in the game and i'm telling you that that's already a problem that's already like that's the first battle that's the first battle oh my goodness i can't tell you how many tests i've took in that 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 man i'm not strong enough i'm gonna tell you that i see a lot of strong people who don't even blink i'm city I'm, I'm crying every time that ha- i'm crying i lie to you not it was horrible <laughs> no but other than that it's just like we really got to keep ourselves healthy like even if you're not like even if we may not have training because they, at times they close down uh parts of spain so they, we can't go play games there are a lot of games that we have that are like put on buys because we can't play it everybody everything's closed down the, the shops the stores you can't even get food there was a crisis here because people couldn't even go to their supermarkets and you got to think about that. As a football player, you can't eat. What are you supposed to do? And you got a train coming up? You have a game? That you no, 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 that can't happen. Mm-hmm. And that's why, especially with the team and everything like that now, I'm really grateful that they helped me out. But at the same time, it's like if we can't even go up there to go train, because I don't live on right next to the field or anything like that. I got to get driven up there to go train. So it's like when they shut down part of it, the – everything everything is messed up all the other teams all the games that we're playing we have games until april something because all the games have been backed up and that's i'm not even talking about dissension or ascension because we're going to be fighting for ascension too so that's going to last until like june maybe even possibly even july and and then after that the season starts again we don't even get like a month or two break and that's it Man,
0: I, I hope I hope you guys are rested, you know, like that, that rest schedule because because it's gonna be the injuries are gonna pile up. It's gonna start piling up.
1: And that's the problem. We had a lot of injuries between you know, other teams too. Luckily for us, I, I mean, I, I'm not trying to say it's bad. I'm not trying to say something really evil or anything like that. It gets some bad karma for the game tomorrow, but I'm just saying, like, if we losing players, there's gotta be some other teams that's training too, that's losing players too, because we can't be the only ones getting hurt. Especially with the, with the cold and everything too The guy plays a factor Because where we play It's almost always snowing on the weekends Because it's cold right now It's winter It snows every Almost every single game Even the last game It was under negative nine Negative nine degrees And that's talking about Celsius I'm not talking about Fahrenheit that, that, that threw me for a loop I was not ready for that at all
2: Jeremy, what mm-hmm. part of Spain is this? What part what part of Spain? I'm in
1: Placentia, but I'm living in Placentia right now, but I play at Pier Now. Pier Now is a pueblo, which is a really small village that mm-hmm. has a really good complex, but they are located on top of the mountain. When I'm not talking about mountain. I'm saying you see all the mountains from the side, you look up, oh, that looks great. We're on top of that plane. <laughs> and I'm look, the training and stuff is great because that helped your lungs. And that's yeah. great. I love to think about that aspect, but that cold. <laughs> I, I oh, can do without different. the cold, yeah, <laughs> it is different. It hits me in the bones, and I'm sitting there, like I can wear like three shirts during training or anything like that. I'll be, I'll, I'll try to be warm, but as a goalkeeper, you're gonna be diving in the slush and the snow and everything like that. It, it, you might as well dress light and be as cold as
0: possible. Because mm. it. What? Yeah. Mm. I'll,
2: I'll,
1: I want. I want
0: to go back to some of you 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 know you pointed out a little earlier, which mm-hmm. is talking about your. Um, you know, this transition to, to going pro in Europe and Spain mm-hmm. in particular. What, you know, given what you know now, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the things that went you went through, where you're getting agents the contracts and contracts mm-hmm. you know, and all of that, what would you say is something you wish you knew then that, you know, to help you move you move the process along Mm.
1: i think the biggest thing that i wish i learned beforehand i wish i knew is that Mm -hmm. you can't you can't just say oh i'm going to be great because i'm just going to train as hard as i can no it's about your environment too Mm -hmm. the environment that you surround yourself in and Mm all and that's the that's really the biggest thing i wish i knew that beforehand because I surround myself with people who didn't really mm-hmm. want to play football and it kind of it, mm-hmm. it hurt me a lot because it's just like, I could really have been focused like ventral. I mean, dental, sorry. That's a, that's a Spanish word. I could be inside this and working my butt off and doing everything like that. But if I have my mentality somewhere else, like I'm not focused on football. Let me look at this girl. I mean, let me, I mean, I'm not saying you can't have a girl or anything like that, but it's like, you got to have methods. Like it's like guy football, family and you know like the, the first aspect of that stuff that's what i'm saying like it's 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 tough i wish i really knew that beforehand so i can have myself in a better position but i mean i'm here now so that's what the important part is yeah what so, would you
0: say what was the worst mistake you made oh that you've made thus far as a footballer
1: oh actually you want to know the truth i haven't i haven't really told this to anybody before but one time i did uh Take take time to quit football. I thought I was done. I thought that I had nothing else. I started, I thinking that I was not good enough to play with anybody else. That I couldn't say anything. I had a really downpour. I had a horrible mindset because, as I was saying before, the environment behind me is just it it, it sucked me dr- Like whoa, it uh <laughs> made my my mind go into a down spiral. Yeah, let's let's yeah. Lose a better change of words. Uh, I I really lost my side of football my side of what I wanted to do and it hurt me a lot and I think that was the biggest mistake of stopping because honestly once you stop for even a little bit you stop for a second the whole world of football changes it, it, it nothing stays the same everything changes so you really 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 have to pay attention to it yeah
2: so I have a, a question right so mm. as a American uh, footballer going to a different country mm. right how, how is the experience different than for you being American and playing in Spain?
1: One is the misconceptions that they think about Americans. Let's start with that, number one. Mean, I mean, I'm going to leave that American, to the side. Amer-
2: what do you mean by Americans? Like, you mean all Americans just... Ooh, man, they have some...
1: Okay, so even every country, no one's really Americans. They don't really understand, like, what it is to be American, what it is to be African American of America, what it means to be Native American, what it means to be born in america but have parents from a different country it's like they don't have that concept because it's not like this youth all of them here like in other countries born and raised there for the most part especially here in spain i haven't really met many people that are not like born and raised from anywhere around here so it's it's different because everybody's known the same thing for years and nothing's changed but i come over here and it's like so who's this guy like why are you here like you do you even speak the language do you want to learn do you want to talk to us it's a whole thing they think the americans just only speak english we can't do anything else basically and it's like you know what uh i gotta be the difference so i'm gonna show these people like i can speak your language and my language and probably another one if you give me some chances but otherwise i mean i'm I'm here to stay hello Mm
0: -hmm. what would you say is your most memorable
1: moment thus far of playing. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Oof, I could. So the time I was playing with Upepe, I could say that. But honestly, I have to take it back to playing with Cap City when we won the tournament. Uh the first time I think the first time it was James. Yeah, I have to say that because it was it was it was the first time I actually won like a whole league with teams that with a team that we like I just joined there. Like I was like 17, 18. I saw James and them playing, like they've been they've been playing ball for years. I'm sitting, I'm like. You know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be young. I can see us. Out here. I gotta do something, and I gotta tell you this: I'm you know, I couldn't even send the ball outside of my box sometimes. I had to ask James to come. James, come here. Can you take this cake for me, James? Help. And even Mike, even Mike. Sometimes I remember asking you. I was like, Hey, I can't. I can't do it. I can't. I'm sorry. Like, oh, just, you gotta do it. Oh my goodness. Oh, man. man. I remember. And now, man, I. Whew, if. If I did that now, do you know how fast they would send me off the team? You can't what? You can't help the box. What do you mean? I mean, now we can play the ball inside the box, but it wasn't like that before. Before, you couldn't have any side the box. You had to leave. Like, everybody had to be at the middle of the field. You had to be waiting. If he doesn't send that, hey, man, yeah, we, it's not looking good. It's not looking good at all.
0: So, so you, you, you're saying your footwork has improved dramatically
1: now? Oh, oh, oh. But. Man, it's a whole new world. I I have to tell you that. It it is not the same as before. I had to. There was no choice. If I was going to be a goalkeeper, I had to use my feet, too. And that's how the game changes, too. It's just like, come on, man. You can hit a long ball. That's great. If you can't hit a long ball, that's worse. You got to learn how to play short. If you can't play short or hit a long ball, I mean, they call you here a paquete, which is a packet, which you can't do anything with. You just sit. You're just like you have something in your hand that has no real value. So you're going to throw it away or you're going to put it. Not even on the bench. You're gonna put it in the in the stands so it can just see how to actually do this stuff. And <laughs> I, yeah, I like that concept. That's
2: funny.
1: I know. I like that. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't put a packet on the bench. You take up space. Packets can't be there. They gotta be watching. You gotta it, see what you're supposed to do. So they can see how it's supposed to be done. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, <laughs> hey, man, it, it's true. It, it's the hard truth too. That's the worst part about it, man. They do have you sit there. I remember one time um, I was training with the team. And this guy was, he had such a bad attitude. He was like, yo, I don't like this team. I don't like anything about it. And this was recent. This game, this game that just passed, we won 3-0. And they took this man out the, they took him out of the bench. They took him out of the starting lineup. He was a starter. And they put this man, not even in the stadium when he was playing, they put him on top. Like, you can't even, he can't even walk in. He has a, he has a watch from like a distance, he can't even see the full game, he has to watch all the way back there, I'm sitting there like, see, that's why you don't make the coach mad, or you don't make the president mad, you don't, you don't say nothing to him, you say, thank you, I uh, appreciate it, and uh, no, and that's it, that, that's what you like, first word is no, 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 I'm good, I'm fine, I'm, I, there's no problems, not at all, they ask you, are you okay, is there any problems, you say no, it gives, they gives them some ammunition, something, just held them to be like, oh, we probably need to look for someone else if he's having problems. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> you don't need anyone else. I'm here. I'm here for a reason.
0: <laughs> oh, man. No, that's, that's funny. That's funny. No, I mean, the, the thing is, when, you know, when we when we play together, I, I mean, you ask all these guys, mm-hmm. This, this is, the crazy thing is, you know, like, I was, you know, I, like, even when I joined, I was already, like, one of the oldest ones. And I mm-hmm. always tell James and Elvis, I was like, you know, Um, like, you guys are young. Now's the time to get busy and, Mm. you know, go to to Europe, go to Asia, whatever it is. Because you, you, like, I've seen it. You know what I mean? I've played Mm. all over and I've seen talent. And I'm telling Mm. you, you guys have what it takes. You know what I mean? And it was the same thing with you. If you remember, like, I always tell you, I'm like, yo, Jeremy. Like, mm. like, you're you're better than a lot of the, like, the pro goalies I've seen. You know Mm. what I mean? Like, And and I'm telling you, you could like you just gotta like get your mind in. And it took mm -hmm. you a while. And I'm I'm so happy that you know you
2: you
0: yeah you you know decided made the decision to actually go that route because Mm -hmm. you know like a lot of I mean I mean you saw it as well even within Cap City or even within like you know some of the teams who play Mm. the talent is there Mm. but it's just like you know guys decided they didn't want to pursue it like these guys are way better than most of the like. Like most of the games we watch on TV, these guys are better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? but it's just like mentally, they, you know, and you know, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I tell everybody all the time, like, I'm, like I'm, I'm so happy that you actually decided, you know what, I'm gonna actually you. pursue this and, mm-hmm. and go that route. So it's, it's no, great. but I. I...
1: But as I'm saying, I really appreciate that early on because I needed, a lot of my stuff was mental. As a goalkeeper, your game is mostly mental. That's the crazy part about it. You you, you don't even have to worry about someone else messing up your game. You can mess up your own game from thinking bad thoughts. That's really how it is. And I mean, I have to really say I appreciate that because not everybody was going to say good things to you, especially if you're going someplace that no one knows you. Come on now. Like, I was playing at Cap City, luckily. So I, knew every, I was knowing everybody. I could talk to people, especially you, Mike, and especially James, both of you, like, it, it really gave me some path to go somewhere in life, and I really gotta appreciate. It. I really have to say I do appreciate that, especially even at the cancel or your Moha. I mean, even though Mike was in there all the time, I still came it, coming to the trains with Cap City and everything like that. It really it it pushed me a little forward, and I really appreciate that from you guys. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's good stuff, man. What, what would you say is your ultimate goal
0: as a footballer now?
1: As a footballer, yeah. uh, it's gonna really it's gonna sound really childish. Um, so as I was a younger, uh, I always loved my last name. You know, everybody called me Cooper. A lot, a lot of people called me Cooper. A lot of people called me Jeremy as well. I mean, that was my normal name. You should call me Jeremy. But some people just said, no, nah, it's Cooper. And that's it. Mean, even Elvis does that does that too sometimes. And I'm just like, all right, all right. I guess you forgot my first name sometimes. Okay, it's okay. No, but like I I, I wanted to make my name on my back mean something. And that's really where word are stem from because it's just like, I came from a family that is not, you know, the the, the richest in the land, but we're not also like fighting for every little nickel and dime sometimes. So, like everybody has to do something. We have to work together. We are, we're we're a family, but at the same time, it's not like one of us is like a huge star to give a Oh, I know that name. That's his family. That's everything like that. I mean, that's what I wanted. I wanted, I wanted to put my my family's name on the list and be like, all right, this, this is going to be my generation. This is what I want to aspire. This is why I want my... When, to, when everybody thinks of this name thinks of my family, I want them to remember that. And that's it.
0: That's that that good stuff. That's good What do you think, you know, I don't, and actually, I don't know if you train or, or play with a lot of goalies uh, mm. coming up, you know, even when we used to play, et cetera. But mm-hmm. um, even now, what do you think you do differently? Uh, than
1: other goalies? Right now, that's hard because a lot of goalkeepers have a lot of different things. It's hard to say what you can do and someone else can't do because they can do something that you can't do too. But for me, my thing is I can my tel- my, I can integrate myself in the team and always make, for me, has to make a difference. I mean, I, I said that before. I don't want to make it redundant, but the one thing I can do that I see a lot of keepers can't do is just like you can be secure, You can also make a difference, but sometimes you can't do both. Sometimes you have to pick one. But for me, I try to make sure that I'm secure as much as possible to make my team feel comfortable, but also enough drive to make the teams growl, go forward. So as a save, I mean, your goalkeeper, is the first thing you think about, he has to make the save. If you can't make that, how are we supposed to feel safe? So you got to make the save. Then comes the defeat department. Can we play with them? Can we like move the ball around? Can we do something? Like, is he is he a paquete or is he is he a player? Is he a baller? You know, it's just like you gotta find out. And then after all that aspect is the mentality is if you can lose, can you bounce back? Or if you get scored on, what can you do different? Because it's just like a lot of keepers, you get scored on, your whole mindset plummets. But if you are a keeper, you you get scored on, but it's just like, I mean, that's one goal. We got another thing to go. I can prevent more. If I if I get scored on once, I got to prevent ten. I mean, that's that's how it really is for a goalkeeper. It's just like you can't. That one goal means so much. And if you block ten, chances are, if you can block ten, you can probably start one for your counter to get one goal. So that that's all it really boils down to. Yeah. yeah. This
0: this is a question. I mean, this is something we always talk about. Uh, I think all footballers talk like about this. But, but given what you said about, you know, how you got into goalie, you might mm. be proving this right, right? <laughs> it just, yeah, it's just that, like, okay, so the question really is, like, mm. do you think that goalies are born mm. or made?
1: Oh, they're made. Oh, I wish I was born a goalkeeper. And if I had that mindset of a goalkeeper and I was born, I would even – man, I – it's, it's crazy how, uh, how it makes a difference. It really is. That, that if, you, if, you, if you're a goalkeeper, you can say that you're a goalkeeper. Anybody can say you're a goalkeeper. You can play in the field, never play a day in your life and say, oh, I'm a goalkeeper. That's great. But were you made in the one? That's, that's the different story. That Were you in there every single time doing repetitions of every single shot that you're going to see in the game and then some more when you're tired? That, that's a goalkeeper. That's the difference. A goalie can just block with his hands. A goalkeeper makes sure he catches the ball and sends it somewhere else so he can start something else. And and I think that's the biggest thing that comes in the picture.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, for me, I always, from talking to and playing with goalkeepers, there's something about you guys that is different than field plays. You're like, oh,
1: we're crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's, you say it's true. We're crazy. You see someone diving in the air, throwing their hands around the air, midair, doing like Spider-Man things. You sit there like,
2: hmm. Uh, it's true.
1: And don't even, don't even get me started about the crosses, man. You see a cross, you see a goalkeeper get, get hit one good time, he does a little flip in the air and lands wrong, and he gets right back up. Oh, he's not normal. He's built different. Nah, he, mm-mm. <laughs> mm-mm, nah, I'm not messing with that guy. You see, you see, some goalkeeper going for a fifty-fifty, come out like with scratches, everything on his face, but he's smiling. Nah, he can't. Don't mess with that guy. He's yeah. nah. We're not. We're not doing all that. Well, see, that that's
0: why I said. That's why I asked if you. Now, obviously, you know, I know you have to, you know, pretty much train to hmm. really be a world-class goalkeeper. But hmm. to me, it seems like. It's just, it's like, it's something different about you guys. You know what I mean? Like mentally, the way your mind is set. Mm-hmm. Is set, yeah. You like, you would see like the example you just gave 50-50 you know, ball, and, and you guys will
1: go in. I
0: mean, at top hey. speed,
1: hand first. hand first, of course. No, you, <laughs> man, you got yeah, you. You got. <laughs> mm. <laughs> just like, and Look, it, if you throw your whole body at the ball, he can't score, can he? Now, nah, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> Hey, it hasn't proven me wrong yet, so I'm I'm going to keep doing
0: it for a little bit. Yeah, nah, you guys are special, man, special. It's a mm. special group, a special group. I mean, oh, and actually, you know, the thing is, is, is one of the things, for whatever reason, there's not a lot of, I mean, you know, football in the U.S., as you know, is not a, you know, it hasn't really fully penetrated yet, like, you know, the way you have basketball or baseball, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, So it's not like it is in Spain. Mm. And and in the U.S. the goal like you like you guys the goalies mm. are even less. You know? And then at the youth level, it's oh. even harder. You know, kind of like when you you know the point you made with your your teammate that mm. he was in the goal, but he wasn't interested in being a goalie. Mm. And that, mm. Pretty much, you had to run in there, you know, and, do something. And, mm-hmm. and establish yourself and say, "Okay,
1: this is." What I, I, had to, I, I had to do it. I, you know what? I always remember that because it's my favorite memory. Because like, oh, I made that save, and he didn't, and I'm like a goalkeeper, so you know what? I'm, I'm not doing too bad. I'm doing alright. Uh, like, that's
0: actually, I, I could see it in the movie. You know? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like
1: it's such a memorable. <laughs> that's what i Like it was. It, it. It was so. It was so comical because I didn't see it as that way. I'm just like, I'm so tired of this guy not doing his job. Really? Like, come on, man. I'm, doing my, I'm trying to do my best. Yeah. I, mean, I don't even like running, but I, I know a lot of people don't like doing things, but come on. Now you got to do something. Yeah. This is just not help.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so the question really is like, you know, given the small numbers of goalies um, mm. in the U.S. Uh, and then in the youth game is even smaller. Mm. You know, do you, can you think of a way to, one, help, you know, nurture or help develop younger goalies or, you know, kids that that may be interested in the game uh, are not necessarily, like, they're trying to figure out their way, kind of like you, you know, how you were trying to figure Mm -hmm. out, you know, you were playing in the field and those Mm -hmm. kind of things. Um, And then, you know, just based on your frustration, that's how you found Mm -hmm. the true calling. Uh, Exactly. So, you know, what, any any ideas or, um, you know, your strategies or whatever you can think of, given that you had that, you know, similar trajectory, you know, as we, you know, you, you know, we're working with kids and mm-hmm. we're uh, helping them develop them. Um, and, you know, keepers is, I mean, every position, every role for players on the field is, is you know, is difficult to find, but keepers is mm-hmm. even, I mean, it's a whole nother level mm-hmm. of difficulty. So any, any ideas?
1: uh personally i think nurturing the mentality first because everything else you can work your body to remember any kind of motion that's fine but that mentality you can't really work you have to nurture that you have to start that young because if they don't and they feel halfway that and i'm tired of getting hit with the ball in my, in my chest i'm not i'm not trying to run in and get the ball like smacked off my face and i can't see for two days or get a concussion you gotta nurture it to be like in what way could I still block that ball, but at the same time, I don't have to, to, to just injure myself for no reason. I could I could do something to block the ball and enjoy it. Like, it's the thing. Like, a lot of goalkeepers, I feel like, don't enjoy the position. And it's normal. I understand. Like, no one likes to get a ball pinged at them from, like, the six-yard bucks at 90 miles per hour in their face and, and somehow have to make a save. And then after that, listen to your teammates saying, like, because not all teammates are going to be happy. I didn't have – look for luck, I had Cap City who nurtured me a lot, who helped me go through my things and, and un- understand that I was not sending that ball outside the box. Like, someone had to come back. Like, it, it was not happening. But I, learning that to have people there to say keep going and don't stop is the biggest thing, I think, of the nurture. I think that is the biggest thing, to, to keep supporting that person. But at the same time, you have to make sure that they understand and support themselves as well. Because if they don't, if they can't support themselves, it it, no one can be there 24-7 to say, keep going, right? No one's going to be in your back saying, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You have to have your own mentality saying you can do that. And the best way to do that is to nurture someone else from the youngest age possible to be like, I can do that. I have an ego. This is my ego. I'm going to do what I need to do to make this team and do what I need to do to make my team win. And that's it. I mean, honestly, that that that's a starting point a lot of people don't have and continue not to have. And I think it makes a big of a difference. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, so speaking of mentality, right, Jeremy? So mm-hmm. what type of mentality do you use to get prepared for a game? Like what focus do you use to get prepared for a Oof. game?
1: Honestly, I, I do listen to a little bit of the goalkeeper montage. There's a person I follow mm-hmm. uh, that shows or talks about the goalkeeper position saying it's not the prettiest, it's not the best, but you got to get up and grind. I mean, that that's what it is your position is dirty and grimy it's not it doesn't look good but you get satisfaction out of it yes then do it i mean that that i listen to that almost every time i even have a ritual of listening to that before a game now it's, it's crazy like i it, it drives me to push myself a little bit more forward and it prepares me so it's like that and eating well i have to say i'm I'm a fat boy at heart. I gotta eat. I gotta I gotta eat something. You know, I can't I can't the right meal, it just does so much of a difference. Like there's a difference, it hits different when you're eating rice mm-hmm. and and and, uh, and eggs until you have like that pre-game mode food and you're just thinking, oh, I need an apple, mm-hmm. I need uh, I need a bagel with some jam and you know what, maybe, maybe, maybe a sandwich with some, with some peanut butter and something really light because you know, you can't eat heavy, you eat heavy before a game. You're probably going to be a bench. <laughs> if, even if you're, if you're training, if your trainings look so bad and you look, I'm going to say this right now. If you overweight, that's a problem. If you're underweight, it's still a problem. So you got to find yourself in equilibrium because if not, you're gonna, it's not, you going it's going to be bad. You're gonna be even running a lot. You're gonna be eating a lot more, and I'm gonna tell you right now: if you're not eating, if you're not eating a lot more and enjoying it, it's gonna be horrible. It's gonna be tough. Yeah.
2: So another question: so uh, how's your, your your game day playlists look like, like the, the uh, music, or your game day uh, playlist. Huh? Oh,
1: it depends. Like, all right, mm, I got. I, look, I got a bachata playlist. Sometimes, you know, if I, if I'm feeling it really. There's a, there's some, there's a song, no, not a song. There's a type of music here called flamenco in Spain, which I like to listen to sometimes and before a game, because mm-hmm. it really is a little bit profound, it's different. And that's depending what kind of gaming it is. But if it's a hard game, I got to tell you, it's trap. I have to, it, 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 it's the only thing I can listen to. at times because it's just like, you got to be inside. Like if I put on some, Ooh, I actually, I, I, man, I did listen to some DMX last game. And I, I think that did a difference. Yeah, Max helped a lot. Uh, I mean, honestly, even Go-Go, I'm trying to tell you, Go-Go was my biggest playlist for, for a long time before a game. I don't know. It was the music for me. And N2L, always, 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 always going to be my favorite. I'm going to tell you that right now.
2: Okay. It's like
1: a nice playlist. <laughs> well, I, yeah, right now. Right now it's all right. I'm still adding add some stuff to it. I got like a, 150 songs on it, so I got to, you know, trim it up and make it look better.
2: Okay,
0: cool. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate uh, inviting me to to the uh, talk and everything like that. I actually get my story out.
0: Yeah,
2: we appreciate your time. Man. It was it was fun.
0: How, how can how can folks get in touch with you? Any social media handles?
1: Uh, there is uh my Instagram, which you can use uh that gk coop. Uh, there's also. Okay there <laughs> is also Clean cheat which is another gmail or another uh instagram account which is mainly public for everything that's going on so
0: what is it what is it again can you say say your personal instagram which okay. is gk coop
1: mm-hmm. that gk coop which is t-h-a-t G K C O O P that G K coop Mm -hmm. E and the other one is J clean sheet J C L E A N and sheet like sheet of paper S H E E T.
0: You know, hopefully from this uh, some especially young goalies or just young players period, you know, that are trying to figure out how to transition players that, you know, with the goal of going pro,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, you know, hopefully they'll reach out to you um, and, you know, start the conversation. You know, I, I know you're a good guy and you would, you know, help steer them of course. Mm-hmm. and, you know, to players out there, for whatever reason, you can't get in touch with Jeremy, just reach out to us and, you know, we will get you in touch with Jeremy as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, man, it's been a pleasure. Uh, we will definitely continue this conversation and follow your progress. <clears throat> you know, we're looking, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you mm-hmm. as the, the league
2: goalkeeper in one of these Champions League uh, finals. I appreciate that. Sometimes, so it's definitely going to happen. Thanks, thanks uh, for coming on, Jeremy. And then good luck tomorrow okay. in your game.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. Verofi, I appreciate you having me. Thank you for everything. And I will talk to you guys soon again.
0: Yes. Thank you, Jeremy. Thanks a lot.
1: Have a good one. You
0: just say.